Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you guys waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. The options are endless with Factor. Two-minute meals. Fill up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. How about some snacks, some smoothies, and more? Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Factor is also the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. And you guys can be very flexible with your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. And the most important part, there's no prep. No mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. So there's no prepping. There's no cooking or cleanup that is needed. If that sounds great to you guys, head to factormeals.com slash script 50 and use code script 50 to get 50% off. That's code script 50 at factormeals.com slash script 50 to get 50% off. Want to advertise your business in a cost-effective way? It's time to give podcast advertising a try. Research shows a high rate of podcast listeners made a purchase as a result of an ad they heard on a podcast. Visit podbean.com slash brands to launch a cost-effective podcast advertising campaign in minutes. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot com slash brands. Why is AEW successful? Why is Tony Khan running his promotion better than Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard are running Monday night and Friday night? Long-term booking. What is going on, guys? Thank you so very much for joining us right here on Off The Scripts. Did not really plan on being here as of yesterday afternoon on a Saturday, New Year's Day. It is January 1, 2022. I am your host, JD, from New York, and I'm joined by my very, very good friends... And somebody that I'm glad to have here during this topic of discussion today, Jesse, what is going on, my brother? 
Not much, 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 man. Happy New Year, brother. Happy you New Year. too, man. You too. Uh, I hear you're trying to take me down over here, man. What's going on? I go away for four uh, no. days and you're trying to take me fucking down, right? What's going on? What are you talking about? Oh, no. What are you reviewing <laughs> Dynamite without me, bro? What's wrong with you? What? No, that, that was fake news, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is fake news. Did you hear about TK and Big Swole? Let's talk about yeah, that. Yes, man. yes, yes, oh, yes, boy. yes. We'll have, uh, we'll have all fun and games on Wednesday when we talk about Dynamite. Oh, but. Who would the man, take you down, bro. Would I try to turn the family against you, man? Would I? I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Yeah. Don't believe, don't believe everything you see in here, man. Uh, I, I know. I'm just joking around. Listen, we got, um, we got a, a topic here that we're going to go over, it, ladies and gentlemen. I really was mulling, going back and forth over this discussion. I actually woke up and the first person I texted was Jesse about what do we got to do with this situation. Uh, him and I had a, a 20 minute conversation on the phone, uh, talking about should we, should we not, and. Uh, we have come to the conclusion that it is probably best that we have a very, very educated and civil discussion about what had transpired last night, New Year's Eve, on social media. Jesse, Tony Khan went on social media last night. Instead of indulging in celebrating all the success of AEW, apparently he took what Big Swole said on her podcast, which as of maybe an hour ago, I didn't even know she had. She has a podcast of her own. And she spoke about diversity in AEW and gave some fair criticisms of her time in AEW. And Tony Khan got defensive on social media last night. And the gist of it is he blasted her for not being an adequate in-ring performer. And I am here with you today, Jesse, to go over what she said And we're going to go over exactly that there is vast diversity in in AEW. And I think if anybody is out there thinking that there is no diversity in AEW, I don't, Jesse, I don't think that they're clearly watching the show with, uh, with open eyes. I think there is vast diversity in AEW all over the place. I have, uh, I have, I have notes that I took. uh, I'm very well prepared for this. So I, I'm going to leave the floor. I'm, I'm going to actually, you know what, Jesse, I'm going to I'm going to read just to get everybody involved, because I don't know what you guys were doing last night. You know, some of you might have been off social media. I'm going to I'm going to go over briefly what Big Swole said here about her time in AEW. Now, this is coming directly from Fightful. They were trend. They were the one that transcribed this. I got it from them. So shout out to Sap and uh, his team over there. Big Swole, if you guys don't know. Says there's not enough diversity in AEW. Tony Khan says Swole was let go because her wrestling was not good enough. So she opened up on her podcast. Like I said before, I I didn't even know she had one. Calling show podcast about her departure from AEW. Swole's contract expired a few weeks ago. But she says that. Stop this, stop stop this, stop this, stop this. What is there? Is there a bomb in the chat? We, We got a bomb, bro. We got a bomb in the chat. We got a bomb from Chilled Sigma Vibes with a $100 super chat right here on Off the Script. And they simply say, just showing love. Just showing love back to you, Chill. Thank you very much for the big, big bomb already to start the new year, man. We appreciate you very much here in the venue on Off the Script. Um, Call and show podcast. 
Big Swole talked about her contract expiring a few weeks ago and says that there is a lack of diversity in the company that led to her departure. Now, Jesse, before I go over this, um, do you do you remember what Big Swole had announced back in December of 2021, which was a mere uh, 30 days ago, right at the beginning of the month? Uh, Swole gave a statement on social media, and she says this, and I quote, I thank God for my loving family because they got me through some of the roughest months of my life. But I realized that the real test is application. So I took my leap, and after speaking with TK, Tony Khan, and uh, and AEW higher-ups, higher officials, we've decided not to renew my contract with All Elite Wrestling. This was a hard decision, but a needed one. I am grateful for their understanding And this is the key word here, Jesse, that we could mutually come to this agreement. I've enjoyed my time with AEW and wish them all the best. I appreciate their love and welcoming me into the family. Today is my last day, as bittersweet as it is. I am proud to say that I've lived my dreams while making a difference. That is swole mentality, end quote. Now, Jesse, going back to what uh, she said there back in the beginning of the month, because we talked about it on the podcast when when we reviewed Dynamite. Well, what did you take from that from Big Swole? Took from it yeah. that it was a it was a mutual parting of the ways that they just came together and mutually agreed that it wasn't working out, and she was going to go off do her own thing and. There was nothing, absolutely nothing, stopping her from going out and doing what many people have done in the past, going out and improving or proving their uh, value and then coming back to the company bigger and better than ever. Yeah, that's what I took away from that, too. Exactly. Go out there. You know, you you loved your time there. You appreciate everybody there. Uh, there was a mutual agreement not to work together in this current time right now. You go out there. You make a name for yourself, and it seemed to me that the door was going to be wide open for a big swole to come back when she got her feet wet on the indies, maybe worked a little bit on what she needed to work on and got better and, you know, provided AEW with something a little bit more than what she could give them right now. That's what I took away from that. That's that's, that's what I took from it as well. So Big Swole said that back in December, and then we fast forward to last night when all of this completely burned Twitter down to the ground. Swole said this, and I quote, I explained to TK that I didn't want to resign because my peace was being disrupted. Now, nowhere in that original statement, Jesse, did she say anything about her peace being disrupted. But that's the way that, that that's what she was quoted saying on our podcast. So she says, if anybody knows me and knows anything, if anything is dis- disrupting your peace, it's time to let it go. It might be scared or it might be hard, but it's time to let it go. When Kenny said that it was the circle coming to an end because Kenny and I would bump heads sometimes throughout my time in AEW, to end it on that note felt good. It felt wonderful to end it at a place where we didn't see eye to eye, but we were there. So I'm going to stop there. We're going to go over this piece by piece. Uh, Jesse, she's talking about her piece being disrupted, but she said nothing about that in her exit statement with AEW. Now, all of a sudden, 
her peace is being disrupted. Now, to be fair, we don't know what that is or we don't know the struggle that she went through backstage to maybe get more of an opportunity on TV, uh, a bigger role in the women's division. But, you know, it's definitely a 180 from what she originally stated in her exit statement, leaving AEW. Yeah, yeah. It it, it seems her feelings about the company took a drastic turn somewhere. Yeah. So Swole also talked about what she said to management during her exit interview, and she expressed that women deserve more. Now, before I go into what she said about the women, you know, Jesse, you and I have talked about this several times before. Uh, The women's division right now in AEW is vastly different than what we remember it in year one and in year two. And it's absolutely going to be a game changer. We, We both know that. It's going to be a game changer in 2022. Uh, we don't really know who is coming in, who's not coming in. But by the looks of it, Tony Khan has his pick of the litter. And he could easily make the AEW women's division the best women's division in all of North America. But as far as women's wrestling is concerned, and this dives deeper into uh, just more than women's wrestling, the the women... I don't really feel to me that someone should be on TV if they're not ready for TV. Now, some of these women and AEW, to be fair, didn't really, you know, they didn't have any choice. They had to put people on TV that weren't ready or weren't seasoned at the time they were given an opportunity. But the more we see Tony Khan building this division, you know, I think it's something that should really, as far as a talking point, cease to exist because... This year alone, if you just wait and be patient, women are going to get more of an opportunity or just as much of an opportunity as the men are in in AEW. But people don't want to be patient. Like, if you deserve to be on TV and you are ready for TV, then you will be given that opportunity. If you're not ready, you know, then you got to go back and work harder and deserve that opportunity. That's the what that's what I've always stated on this show and I've got blasted for it for no reason. If your talents are applied and you're ready for that role, then you should be given that role. If you're not, go back to dark and work your way up. Yeah, that makes sense. Um so I just I just I don't know. I just needed some time um with the floor for this one because this is I mean like we discussed this is a this is a tricky this is a tricky subject. Um, it really is. I know we discussed it on the phone earlier. Um, I'm kind of you know not sure how to how to approach this man because no one is wrong here, and that's what I need to get across first and foremost. So anybody who starts listening to me talk as I go on from here or clip anything, start with that sentence. No one is really wrong here. And anyone that is wrong, if anyone's wrong, then everyone's wrong in it. And I'll explain. I mean, how did this start? It started from Big Swole's comments. If the comments weren't made, we wouldn't be here. It carried on from Tony, to Tony Khan's response. His response could have been could have been um, a little bit more professional. And if he had not responded at all or responded in a more professional way, then we wouldn't be here. Um, at the same time, I don't want to deter someone like Big Swole from um, pointing out things that she felt um, were done to her. If she felt these things were, if she if she felt she was wrong by certain things, I'm not saying she shouldn't said anything. Then feel free say something. But 
just have some legitimacy behind it and have some um have some some facts or truth behind it to back it up. And here's where I'm going with this. I mean, if her point is I mean, she's kind of ambiguous about her point. Is her point of all this is is inclusive? I mean, is, does she feel like that she was wronged as a woman or that she was wronged as a black person? Or that she was wronged as being a black woman? She didn't make that clear. She just said there's no diversity. And a sentence like that is false. Yes. I mean, and, and it's, her, it's, her, it's her right to feel that way as well. If she yeah. feels a certain way, then she has every right to feel what she feels. Yeah. Yeah. If she, now, if, if she feels that she was wronged as, for being a black woman, then come out and say that. And let's go from there. But, when you're, I'm, but I'm just going to take her statement as what she said and break it down just like that. There's a lack of diversity in AEW. It's fucking false. Well, let me get right. the, let me let me get to what she said before you make your point. I, I mean, uh, I don't want I don't want to skip too far ahead. She said about the women's division, and then then she gets into the lack of diversity and the lack of structure in, in AEW, and, and that's something that I could absolutely agree with. I think there is a lack of structure, but she says this, and I quote: "My heart just stopped being in it." as the reason why I left AEW. Now, I feel like there were a lot of things, and I told them in my exit interview that there were a lot of things that need to change. I know fans of the company don't take criticism well sometimes. She's absolutely correct there. Certain ones know this. This is somebody from the inside. The structure is a little off. It's fine to be loose, but I like to have a little bit more structure. I felt like the women shouldn't have gone through everything they went through just to get on TV or get time. You are signed to this big company. You should get time. All these men are getting time, but the women weren't getting anything, and you're not putting people on TV because more people are coming in. Okay, there are more people coming in, but you don't have enough product for all of these people. Now you have all these people sitting around having two or three-minute matches on dark, that doesn't keep me happy. Shoveling more money doesn't keep a person happy. We've seen time and time again, especially in a place where there's not enough space. There are no writers in a sense. Not everyone is comfortable writing their own things. Closed mouths don't get fed. That's exactly what that environment is. If you are shy and don't know how to write or are not creative, it's not going to work unless they want it to work for you. That's the, that's one of their biggest issues. Then she said, as far as a lack of structure, structure is their biggest issue, which is diversity. I do not beat around the bush when it comes to diversity and my people. There is no representation, truly. And when there is, it does not come across in the black community as genuine at all. I don't know why everybody is so afraid to accept it or say it, but it's not a good look. What happens is you have this wonderful company that treats people like family, but there is nobody that looks like me that is represented at the top and in the room with them. They are not helping to necessarily influence decisions, but to explain why certain slang and certain words shouldn't be said. There is no one else who can explain our culture and our experience except for us, end quote. That's a, that's a lot to unpack there, man. Um, her heart stopped being in it as far as the reason why she left AEW. 
whatever reason that may be, that's on her. But it, it feels like she wasn't fulfilled enough creatively. Now, AEW's always been an outlet for giving people creative freedom. And as far as the structure is concerned, Jesse, I absolutely think that's a problem in AEW because the way I see it is not everybody can be an MJF. Not everybody can be somebody that writes and is on top of everything. But it also it also comes back to that specific person. Like you need to know who you are. You need to know what you are and you need to know the direction of where you want to go. AEW has given people so many resources and there are so many people backstage that willingly come out publicly and and state how they're looking to help this and enhance that and help this one, help that one. The Nightmare Factory is churning out people left and right. Dustin's always on social media. There's always pictures about, you know, the Nightmare Factory and what QT and Cody and, and Dustin are doing. Thunder Rosa is actively training the future of women's professional wrestling with Mission Pro Wrestling. There are so many people backstage, Jesse. Why did why did Big Swole fail to u- utilize all these resources? I mean, it eventually comes back to her, does it not? It, it does. Um, because she was featured. Um, she did get on TV. She got promo segments. Um, they put her, she had her, she had her own Big Swole segments and everything else. Um, look, at the end of the day, I have one, I mean, look, again, I I reiterate, I see both sides of this, but I have one question for those who are completely on the, only the big swole train here. And my question is, did she get herself over? And, and that's, that's the one question that I want all of those people to honestly ask themselves. Was she over? Was she someone that the fans were clamoring to and trying to see more of? But then Tony Khan was just like, no, I'm not putting you on TV anymore. We're going to halt your push. The answer is no, she did not get over. Okay, now. Not only did she not get over, that didn't stop Tony Khan from trying and giving her some of the tools needed and everything else. She wants to say that not everybody's comfortable writing their own promos. Well, the other side of the fence is people are complaining and when someone writes your own promos. So is she now complaining that she needs someone to write her promos for her? Is that where she's going with it? I'm not too sure. But it seems like she's in the kind of company where the, the talent is there. They are supposed to write their own promos. Now, if she's incapable of this and she needs help doing that, did she reach out did she reach out for help? I mean, from what I can understand, there are plenty and plenty of experienced veterans on that roster who are more than willing to help anyone who wants to improve any aspect of their stick. And this is the part I don't know. Did she reach out for said help? Did she, was she trying to improve or change her gimmick or things like that? Anybody in part of this OTS family knows that the core of it I was behind Big Swole. Yeah. I was putting Big Swole over. And the more that I saw Big Swole, I followed her. I watched her on TV. I watched her on Dark. I watched her wherever she was. And it just wasn't interesting, man. It was not interesting. Can she wrestle? Yeah, I think she's a decent wrestler. I think she's a halfway decent wrestler. I'm not even going to get into the debate on how good or bad she was. 
But I'll say this. There are women currently signed on the comp in the company who are on TV, who are not as good as Big Swole. And the one name I will point out in this is Brandy Rhodes. Um, now, I know she's an executive, but she has a performance contract. She can be an executive and not be out there on TV to make way for the others who are better wrestlers. But that's not what they're doing. But there's a black female right there. Yeah. And while, while we're on that subject, who was the one... And since we just talked about it, that everyone writes their own promos, who was the one that came out and called herself a black bitch on national television? Randy Rhodes. That did not seem like a comment that was something that should be made to help uplift the black women of AEW. All right. Now, she's at liberty to make it, I guess, if she wants to. Sure. But when you have Big Swole coming out and saying that, hey, Black women are being overlooked. Then why do you have the, the the top of top black women in the whole company coming out and saying stuff like that? That's not going to help anybody. No, and when many, and many, many, many people, it. many people took issue with what Brandy said on social media. I, I mean, I mean, they took issue with Dan Lambert making uh, sexual jokes and uh, you know throwing around uh, you know stripper innuendos to Brandy Rhodes as well. But I mean, that just goes to him being a, an old school heel, which I guess. Doesn't fit into uh, the current mold of professional wrestling nowadays, but I, I get what you're saying. It's not very that uplifting segment, at all. That segment was pre-approved by Brandy Rhodes. Yes. If you think Dan Lambert went out there and called the chief brand officer a stripper without running it by her <laughs> or her husband or the owner of the company, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. So that was all her doing as well. But now fast forward onto this big swole situation and now we're talking about black women not being used right and everything else at the at the end of the day bro i mean and and you are my god to honest witness to this when i got the story about how upset she was and what she said before before and i swear on everything i love before i even saw what tony khan's reply was my text back to you was honest to god well she's she's not that good man She's not that fucking good. And I'm someone who watched her and wanted her to be good. Bro, bro, listen, listen, I, you know, I know you, you and I are are on the same wavelength on this. And I remember, I know you watch and pay attention to everything that AEW does. You, 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 you've constantly in the past and you opened my eyes up to her too. And I'm going to use her as an example. You know, you, you were so incredibly high on red velvet. Red Velvet, yes. Red Velvet, bro, she lived on Dark with Big yes. Swole. Why did Red Velvet make it into the TBS title tournament? Why did Red Velvet get placed in a, in a major program with Jade Cargill in Jade Cargill's first match with Shaquille O'Neal while she teamed with Cody Rhodes? Why is Red Velvet still featured on AEW television? Why did Red Velvet main event the first ever Rampage with Britt Baker for the AEW Women's Championship? Why did she do all that, bro? Because she worked her way through the ranks and she worked to get better. She worked on herself. She knew who she was. She was in tune with her character. She knew where she wanted to go with that character. Can we say the same thing about Big Swole? No. No. And Red Velvet is the perfect example. I think think people like Red Velvet and Jay Cargill are going to make this argument for red for for big swole very hard to make yes very hard to make because as we all know jay cargill is just not very good in the ring yet no and, and we've been has, very we've been very adamant about that too that doesn't mean we're yeah. not fans 
Yeah. And with that being said, that has not stopped AEW from pushing her as much as they possibly can. They are giving her every opportunity in the world. They 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 see in her what we see in her. I see I, I see big things in her when she can develop. She just needs a look. Not everyone's gonna develop overnight, man. I mean, and Jay Cargill just needs time to develop because she has the look, she has the attitude, and when she develops in the ring, she's gonna be a megastar for the women's division. It's just not there right now, but they haven't given up on it. No. And I, I feel that they've given Big Swole more opportunity than they've even given Jay Cargill. Now, let me explain that for everyone who wants to start. I mean, Jay Cargill's undefeated and everything else, and I get that. But for her statue, for her for her statue, for her size and what she brings to the table, she needs to be made to look dominant. Mm-hmm. And so putting her out there and having her take L's is not helping her get over at all. No. All right. It's not. So they're pushing Jay Cargill the perfect way. What I'm afraid of is now this incident is going to change the outcome yeah. of the fucking TBS. Yeah, yeah, title yeah, and, 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 and you know what? We'll, 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 we'll get we'll get to that because that's exactly what I was thinking before we even went live tonight. Um, yeah. You know, another one, Jesse, is is Britt Baker. And you and I were very critical of Britt Baker. And Britt Baker was the first woman signed to AW. Big Swole was a part of that first that that first year camp as well. Britt Baker was not very good, and she was very green in the ring. But over time, you know, Britt Baker got just as much, or I should say Swole just got, you know, just as much opportunity as Britt Baker. Britt Baker was on Dark. Britt Baker was, uh, you know, wrestling on Dynamite. So was Swole. But, but the thing is, you, you've seen the natural progression of Britt Baker in tune with her character, fine-tuning what she needed to work on, working on her in-ring skill, working on her promo. She used all the assets available to her, provided by Tony Khan, to get herself to where she is. And now look at her. She may be the most over-female in the entire sport. So who, yeah. who is to blame for big small yeah. shortcomings when everybody around her is doing what they need to do and know what they need to do as far as what they have for themselves. So when this company started, I had big swole above Britt Baker easily. Yes. E- easily. I, I, I did not like anything Britt Baker was bringing to the fucking bro, table. Bro, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to cut you off, bro. But I'm, I'm, I'm on fire here. Tay Conti, bro. She, she worked in NXT, man. She was not good mm-hmm. in NXT. She got fired from NXT. Look at the opportunities that, that Tay Conti's been giving in AEW, and she's killed it. The match with Britt Baker was the best match of her career. Yeah. At the pay-per-view. So, so, so mm-hmm. who's to blame for, for Big Swole's shortcomings? I don't yeah. get it. Why but, are the women around her working so hard? But, you know, she wants to complain about opportunity. Yeah, she. But, um, yeah, the Britt Baker was really fucking bad. And if you compare the Britt Baker we have today versus the Britt Baker that we started with, oh, it's not the it same is, person. It's nowhere near the same gimmick. It's not the same wrestler, not the same person right now. She's a star. Before she was not a star, she was not good in the ring. The gimmick was terrible. But if you compare the two, the today Brit versus the then Brit, she did a complete 180. She changed. Now take day one Big Swole, and what is what is different about day one Big Swole than the last day of Big Swole in AEW? I what couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. Nothing. No, she changed nothing. She changed nothing about her approach, about her gimmick, about her style. Nothing has changed. So if you weren't getting over to begin with, like Britt Baker, and it wasn't working out, you have to fucking do something. Yes. You have to change. You have to improve. You got to 
Try a new angle. Do something. I don't think her ring work was terrible. I just think that the gimmick was not interesting at all. And it was boring, bro. It was fucking boring. So if she changed it up a little bit, tries things different, I mean, and 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 still it didn't get over, then what do you want me to say? But she tried nothing. She tried it wasn't over. She tried nothing, changed nothing, it still wasn't over. So she got let go, released, or quit, whatever the hell happened. And then she wants to complain about our opportunities that she had. When we saw when she couldn't go anymore because she had health issues, she was still being pushed. She was still being mentioned. She still had vignettes. Mm-hmm. She was brought back to TV in a big way. The crowd just didn't give a shit. Yeah, she the was. In, she was involved. Wasn't she involved with Britt Baker? Like uh, when Britt Baker had that injured arm or injured uh, yeah. wrist? Wasn't yeah, she? A, she, she, she was on TV every week. They're yeah. throwing her in dumpsters and feuding with uh, with Rebel. I mean, she was. She was there, but like you said, nobody, nobody really gravitated to who she was. No, you have to fucking change it, man. You just can't try it. It doesn't work. Keep trying it and not work and then blame race. Yes. Because that's, mean, look, that's and, like- and, while, and while and while we're on that, man, I'm I'm gonna tackle this fucking subject because I've I've read a lot of the fucking comments on Twitter and everything else. And I'll just do it like this. Okay. I do not want someone from the black community at the top of the card being pushed as a champion just because they are fucking black that is not what this sport is about bro no now if i have someone who is fucking awesome at what they do over as shit and the crowd loves it and they can't get any tv time no one's gonna call that shit racist faster than me yes me, so no me, me too. Well, me too. I mean, that's bullshit. That's complete, complete bullshit. So if she never got an opportunity at all, ever, and she's just great, and she's like, she's getting social media buzz, and people are trying to get to see more of her, and she can't get on TV, hell, I'll be leading the charge for her. But don't tell me we gotta have a black champion just because we gotta have a black champion. Bro, I, I I want the best at the top. I want the fucking best to represent bro. AEW. I would love for a, a, a black man or a black woman to become the best and yes. become champions. Yes. I don't want them to be champion just because we don't have one and we don't want to get railed on by social media. That's yes. fucking bullshit. Yes, man. bro, you 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 literally took every fucking word out of my mouth. Like we we what? we've been stating this for for months on the show. You know, and, and, and it, it pains me that people use that crutch because it's their only way to have an argument. And, and, and I can't stand it. You know, you look at the top of the card and you look at your Adam Coles and your Brian Danielsons and your CM Punks and your Darby Allens and your MJFs and your Kenny Omegas and your Young Bucks and your, your, your Adam Hangman Pages. What is the one common you know, factor between all of them. Everybody goes to the color of their skin. It's all elite white wrestling or whatever the fuck social media is calling it, bro. When when you have that that level of talent at the top of the card, that is Tony Khan telling everybody that there's a reason why they are there. And as, as wrestling fans, you, you should already know why Brian Danielson and CM Punk and every one of those guys is at the top of the card. It's because they are the best at their profession. 
Okay, I'm not ready to put a Will Hobbs in the main event scene, even though we both love Will Hobbs and I have immense respect for him and what that man is capable of. He's not ready to be in that spot yet. When he's ready, you will know. We're not about to put somebody in that position based on the color of their skin. If their skill set is at the level of a Brian Danielson, then you and I can have a discussion. Yes. That's it. Yes. I mean, and, and that's the beautiful thing about social media. I mean, the one of the few beautiful things about social media is that the fans will let you know who they love and who they don't love. Yes. They'll, they'll, they'll fucking tell you. I love Will Hobbs. I think he's being booked perfectly yes. for, for what, they're, what they're using him for right now. Now, they continue this path and Hobbs continues to get better. Then I expect to see Will Hobbs push towards the top of the card. When he starts to improve from his matches and his and his feuds, not just because we have to have a black chair. I don't want to see I don't want to see fucking Darby Allen at the bottom of the card. And and and, you know, I don't know, fucking, you know, Hobbs as champion just because we got to have a black champion. And I'm going to say it's not fucking fair to Darby. All right, Darby's over as fuck. I mean, let's let's see and break it down right now. Who's more over, Darby Allen or Will Hobbs? So obviously Allen. So now, if Allen becomes champion, who's gonna sit back and say, "Well, Hobbs got passed over"? It's not right. Yeah. It, it, who is more over right now? If you sent if you sent Brian Danielson to an all black um, wrestling or promotion or predominantly black wrestling promotion, and he's at the bottom of the fucking card. I will raise holy hell. This guy's one of the best wrestlers in the world. I don't care if he's white or black. He needs to be at the top of your car, wherever he is. I don't care if he's in Lucha Underground and he's not Mexican. He should be at the top of the fucking bro, car if he's the best wrestler in the and, world. And that's what it is, bro. You know, it, it, it's, it, it pains me as a podcaster. I've been doing this for six years now, you know, and I've been doing this uh, fairly decently, I think. You know, and I've said this to many people and people think I'm racist. I, I don't see the color of anybody's skin in anything that I do. I love I love everybody equally. If Adam Cole was a black athlete, I would be the same way I am about Adam Cole now if his, if his skin color was black. Why? Because Adam Cole is one of the best professional wrestlers on the face of the earth. It doesn't matter what you look like or who you are or what your background is. If you are the best at your profession, you should be at the top of your fucking company and profession. Simple. That's all it comes down to. And that's all I ever want. I want the, I want, if I'm watching a sport, bro, I'm want, I want the best. I want the best. Yeah. And if you're not the best yet, then you don't deserve to be there. But I'd love to see yeah. you progress. I'd love to see your journey to get to the best. Show me. Work for it. Nobody gives or nobody should be getting anything just based on where they are or, or who they, who they are, the who color of their skin, who they know. Work yeah. for it. Stop yes. it. Yeah, I don't, Scorp- Scorpio Sky. Dude, Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal is a world champion. I mean, give him time. I don't mind. He's a world champion in this company. Just give him time. Scorpio Sky started off as a baby face in SCU. They They turned him heel, put him on his own. It didn't work. They put him with Ethan Page. Still didn't really work. They put him with Dan Lambert. We're getting there. Yeah. Like liking it. We're getting there. But here's the point. They are trying to get him over. And Scorpio Sky is also changing his gimmick because he's not changing shit in the ring. 
Because Scorpio Sky doesn't need to change a goddamn thing in the ring. No. And Tony Khan, if Tony Khan didn't see anything in Scorpio Sky, Tony Khan would have never offered him a five-year contract. I mean, the, Come on. the guy is talented. He just needed the right gimmick. Yes. And now his gimmick is evolving. Scorpio Sky will be a champion, some form of a champion in 2022. Some form of a champion because he's that good. Not because he's black, but because he's that damn good, dude. And he deserves it. Is he a main event guy now? No. Does he no. have the potential to be a main event guy? Yes. At some point, yes. Yes, yes he's over. Now, now he's more over than he's ever has been because of the, the, the tools that they have invested in the Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. And they are trying. And, and Scorpio Sky is taking advantage of these tools and he's getting himself over. He's getting there. People like Scott and Hobbs, they are getting there on their own merit and their own hard work. I mean, that that that's 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 pretty much the basis of of uh, of the whole diversity thing, people. And and I have a list here because I want to I want to talk about the structure of what Big Big Swall was talking about as well. You know, Jesse and I just went over, uh, you know, the, the lack of uh, diversity according to social media, but. I mean, I got a list of 10 things here. Uh, please, please, someone chime in and tell me if I'm wrong. Will Hobbs wrestled CM Punk in front of 20,000 people right here in my backyard, literally 10 minutes away at Arthur Ashe Stadium uh, for the biggest dynamite ever. 20,000 people. You, you think Tony Khan is choosing anybody for that specific role? <laughs> I mean, I Will, Will Hobbs got that role for a reason, right? You know, two of the first four AEW Women's Champions, Jesse, have been Japanese. Nyla Rose... Transgender, everybody knows, was the second AEW Women's Champion and is constantly featured in high-profile feuds within said AEW Women's Division. The Lucha Brothers are AEW Tag Team Champions. Private Party and the the Acclaimed are regularly featured on television, and Tony Khan loves all four of those guys. Dante Martin has been given a spotlighted role where he shined against the biggest names in this company while his brother Darius has been out with injury. Take Conti, we went over, was fired mm-hmm. by WWE, given a platform to be herself on AEW television, knowing that she speaks, you know, English, but not as well as others in the company. And Tony Khan has provided her a platform to be herself and has succeeded because she knows who she is. Jade Cargill, unknown to anybody uh, during the pandemic, team with Shaq against Cody, has been given a rocket pack and has been the most protected star in the entire company in that women's division. Red Velvet worked away from dark to find herself on Dynamite. She was in the first Rampage main event with Britt Baker for the world title, and Thunder Rose has been an advocate for AEW since she stepped foot in this company, and she's molding herself an absolute fucking dominant reign for 2022 she's the future aw women's champion if there is somebody in this fucking community that wants to tell me that there's no diversity in this company i just shut you up with 10 fucking examples and i know i'm missing some give me a yeah, break I, yeah they okay so oh man this i i really i really don't fucking get this I, i'm sorry i'm just just blowing me fucking away right now well so i don't think her issue is diversity that's why I started off saying that she uh, she's picking the wrong words. She wants to say black people, but she even she'd be hard pressed to even get that one over. The fact of the matter is, and this is the goddamnest truth: if she if if she if she if Big Swole had not said what she said, would we be sitting here talking about her right now? No, if if Tony Khan did not listen. If Tony Khan went about his tweet, bro, 
and went about it in a more professional way, I don't think we would be here right now. I really don't. I mean, it it, it, it it started with Big Swole's comments. I mean, I'm trying to figure out why she made them. So why would she make these comments when I don't believe that they're accurate? I mean, and, and that just answers it right now. If she had not said what she said, nobody would be talking about Big Swole right now. And right now, because she said what she said, she's the talk of the whole fucking wrestling industry. She may have gotten herself signed, maybe with WWE. I could see WWE picking her up and trying to push her just to spite AEW and I, to look good. And I, good on her if that happens. I you could know? see that. I could absolutely see that. Yeah. But is it, is it is it part of uh, is it part of her maybe being uh, jealous of others? Like is a jealousy aspect a part of it? Maybe she thought that she deserved more than what she was given, but she really wasn't good enough to be uh, in the roles that she had desired. Maybe she wanted to get her podcast over. I didn't even know she had a podcast up until about an hour ago. I didn't know she had a podcast until you said she had a podcast. <laughs> I thought she did an interview with someone and said stuff. I mean, I had no idea. I, I mean, it could be any one of those things. I, I don't. I, I don't know. But you know, I mean, it's a it's a wicked tale of of you know loving the company and then and then all of a sudden she wants to blast about uh, AEW not being diverse and then and then Tony Khan he you know we'll get to what he said. Uh, he, he threw her under the bus saying that she wasn't a good professional wrestler. So he could, he could have, he could have chosen his words a little bit better because now, yeah, it looks like his words were, it were intended to bury her. But at the same time, it wasn't like she was let go. Then he released a statement saying she was let go because no, she wasn't that good. No, no, it was a she, mutual parting of ways. Yeah. yeah. She, she said things and the guy came out and attempted to defend his organization. Yeah, yes. And some people just didn't like the words that he chose. And, no. and then it just, it just helped perpetuate what she was trying to portray in her original statement. But if there's anybody here that wants to disagree with my statement of flat out Big Swole is just not as good as she thinks she is or or she's not as good as she as she wants to portray herself as. If, if someone thinks that she is actually really good and didn't get pushed only because of her skin color, I would gladly call that person very un. Yeah, she is. I mean, she doesn't suck beyond. I mean, she's not Eva. Yes, we've seen time, we've seen worse for sure. We've seen worse, bro. And like, again, I think she's better than Brandy Rose and Jay Cargill. I would I agree. Mean, but that's that's pure in ring. In the ring. Jay Cargill, I see her potential and her look and her presence alone is worth me putting her on TV if I was a promoter. Yeah. And at this but Big Swole, she's decent in the ring, bro. She's okay. She can wrestle. But outside of that, no one gives a shit about Big Swole. No. So it's Big Swole's job to make the fans care about Big Swole. Oh, listen, bro. All she all she needed to do. You know, let, let me go back to Tony Khan first. T- Tony Khan, you know, I, I don't want to sit here and and someone fucking take an out of context clip from my show uh, and, and me be co- being called a racist because I'm sticking up for Tony Khan. Tony Khan was he was he was wrong, but he was also being Tony Khan. OK, I have been very adamant about me appreciating Tony Khan's honesty. You know, a lot of these people, they ha- they haven't been to the scrums and, and they don't feel his energy. They don't see that energy. Tony Khan loves what he does. He loves this sport and he absolutely loves what he's doing with AEW. OK, you need to be there to see it and feel it. T- Tony Khan 
he, he was wrong in the way he worded what he said to Swole. Swole never said anything bad about Tony Khan in the exit interview. She went on her own platform and, and mentioned diversity and this and that. And for some weird reason, Tony Khan got defensive about his company and maybe went out there and said a little bit too much. But at the end of the day, Tony Khan is a professional. He's the owner of the company. He's the CEO. This is where, Jesse, I honestly think, and I love the scrap dog attitude of Tony Khan. This is where he needs to be more, and we talked about this. He needs to be more like Vince McMahon. He needs to be more like a a shadow on social media. You, You don't need to be on social media all the time. You don't need to be bragging about ratings. You don't need to be in a situation like this throwing talent that mutually parted ways amicably, you know, under the bus. Tony Khan should have never said what he said on social media because now what it does is it makes him look bad. He riled up so many people. And what he does for Big Swole potentially is he's a powerful man. And he's the second most powerful man in this industry right now in, in professional wrestling. His words are going to carry a lot of weight. Who's to say that his words don't resonate with some of these smaller companies? And it, it, it deters Big Swole from getting a job somewhere else. You can't, as a professional, go out there and say that. And if he wanted to do the right thing, all he needed to do was reiterate that AEW is a very diverse company, give some examples, and wish Big Swole the best. And, and, uh, you know, maybe there'd be a partnership somewhere in the future and leave it at that. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it It get out of hand real fast and for no reason. And speaking of out of hand, can we talk about Leo Rush? Uh, it's 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 in the notes. I, I will. Uh, that's the, the the next thing in, in discussion. But uh, before we get into that, you know, we went over what Tony Khan said. Tony Khan was wrong about what he he worded it wrong. I appreciate his honesty. Uh, we talked about Big Swole and what she should have done to take the necessary steps, like everybody else, and all the examples that we listed. Jesse, the structure in AEW. I, I know a lot of people always complain that WWE television always is always so scripted. And now here, Big Swole is complaining that there's no structure and that she she needed help writing promos, and sometimes it's a little bit overwhelming and this and that. Is there something that Tony Khan can do as far as structuring the backstage environment a little bit better? Maybe assigning writers, even though we know AEW doesn't have any writers, and Tony Khan presents this freedom for the characters that he has to go out there and do what they need to do on their own. Should there be a situation where there are some writers in said divisions, in this example, the women's division, maybe we need producers, agents of some sort, like a Serena Deeb. They just brought in Mercedes Martinez. She has years of experience that she could pass upon to the younger talent. Is something like that needed after this big blow up on social media? Let me ask you this, because I'm a little confused by it. What exactly does she mean by lack of structure? Exactly. What exactly does she mean? I, you know, the thing is, I, I don't know, but my take from it is the fact that. But, but, but let me let me pause you for a sec before I ask you, ask you again. What does she mean by lack of structure? Because if we start addressing what we perceive to be lack of structure, it may not be exactly what the hell she's referring to. She says lack of structure. What does she mean exactly? You can't throw out an ambiguous, broad statement like that and just leave it to the fans to run with it for you. Lack of of structure, how? In what way? Now, I'm not saying that there is is structure and she's crazy. What I'm saying is what we might, like for right now, what we perceive of lack of structure might not be her idea. My perception of structure for AEW is 
your long-term booking and the plans you have, but then, oh, you found Adam Cole changing plans for them. I can see where the structure is being upset right there, but is that what she means? Is that her intent? Because I'm not sure if it is or not. I, I don't I don't know, man. I, I don't think there's a, a creative need for structure if it's going through one guy. One guy, uh, he, he tells everybody else underneath him what they have to do and what he wants, and then boom, it, it, it happens. They make it happen for him. Yeah. I honestly think the structure that she's talking about is the fact that there are maybe not suitable agents backstage for the women's division. Maybe there's not writers to help in the women's division to to get across what she wanted to get across. I, I don't know. I'm only insinuating. And like you said, you're going to let the fans run when they forget about it. It's going to be a fucking dumpster fire. We might be we, we might be arguing a point that she wasn't even trying to get across. I, like, what I does don't she know. mean? But does, does she mean they just need more agents? Because from what I can tell... There's plenty of help back there. Being I know. From what I can tell. But again, my perception of lack of structure might differ from hers. So if she wants to get into the lack of structure in the terms of, well, these new people coming in and taking different spots, I'm willing to counter that with, well, you, you as a promoter, you need to use your best tools that you have in the, to the best of their ability. Now, I don't think it would be a good idea to not sign Adam Cole. That's just first and foremost. If Adam Cole's a free agent, you sign Adam Cole. Yeah. Now, now you signed Adam Cole. I don't think it'd be a good idea to put him on a back burner and make him wait a year because your structure had this push for this person. Now, I'm not saying put said person on the back burner. I'm saying you find a way to incorporate your new talent with the talent you had a plan for to push, which is exactly what he did with the likes of Christian Cage when he put them with Jurassic Express. And right away, Adam Cole, when Adam Cole and Daniel Bryanson was standing in that ring, Brian Danielson was standing in that ring, hold each other's hands up. And we were at that show. There were day one talents in that ring with them being put over. Yeah. Luchasaurus, yeah. Jungle Boy. I mean, all these fucking Marco goddamn stunt. Yep. You know, they are all out there being showcased as well. Now, they weren't a part of the original plan because the structure had to change because yeah. you get top tier talent. So in that regard... If she wants to say there's a lack of structure, I get it. But my reply is, you go with the flow on something. Yeah. You don't you don't discard people, or put exactly. people on the back burner. But if plans got to change for the better, then plans should change for the better. Listen, listen, you, don't, you don't tell top tier talent to wait because bro. you had a plan before them. Just bro, you, the you, you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly. I mean, I wish you would have. I wish you would have elaborated on that. But I absolutely now that you yeah. mentioned it and brought it to light and brought it to the discussion, I absolutely see that being the structure that she's talking about, which lends yeah. itself to another thing, which fucking these social media fucking geeks don't understand is that Tony Khan is running a business. He needs to keep TNT happy. He needs to keep TBS happy now, and he, and he needs to make AEW money. Without AEW, then I think we're in a worse place in the industry. Tony Khan is signing everybody, and like you said, Jesse, it throws off that said structure that Big Swall, I believe, was talking about. But Tony Khan is only doing what a businessman is going to do. He's going to bring in these big names because it's going to keep AEW thriving so that people like Big Swall have a fucking place to work, and the industry is not monopolized by Vince. Right. I mean, how is that a bad thing? And why is Tony Khan being blamed for structure? He's doing what he needs to do as far as a business is concerned. Does nobody understand that? I, I, I personally feel like Tony Khan is doing the best he can with what the tools he have in regards to making the fans happy. Yes. 
I, 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 honest to God, I feel like he is doing his best to make the fans happy. How many different things have we gotten over the last year alone that were things the fans have been clamoring for but couldn't get? God damn it. We had Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega in the ring together this year. This is the one man and the one company that brought the fucking most elusive fish in the in the sea back to professional wrestling and CM Punk. Tony Khan and AEW brought CM Punk out of retirement after seven and a half years. Are you fucking kidding me? And we're complaining about Big Swole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds ridiculous. We're, it sounds ridiculous. On, what are you complaining about? Uh, Jesus. <laughs> um, it, it really feels like the people who are complaining about Tony Khan and AEW the most are just people who are ready to complain about anything that AEW does because they just want to complain about AEW. I mean, do you want to see AEW fail for because uh, Big Swole said it's not diverse? Well, I don't understand you people. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, listen, um, listen, Leo. Wait a, minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So shout out to Ruben. I just got notified of a tweet that Leo Rush... Uh, just sent out five minutes ago. Uh, all right. Well, you you hold on to that. Let's go over what Leo Rush said last night in the midst of all this dumpster fire on social media. Leo Rush, Jesse. We know Leo Rush's history in WWE. He was uh, a loud mouth in WWE. Didn't really rub people the right way there. Uh, Rush's response to Tony Khan's tweet. He says, I'm not cool with any of this shit, to be honest. If nobody says something, then I will because this is fucked up and now I'm pissed. And then he puts in all capital letters, apologize at Tony Khan. What did Leo Rush say now to add on what he said last night? All right. So now he says, in all caps, positive change for 2022. And then there's a there's a, a pasted statement that fits all on the Twitter page. And it says this. I want this to be clear. I do not consider this to be a diversity issue. And I at no point have thought or said that AEW or Tony is racist. We can all clearly see that wrestling as a whole and the AEW roster is perpetually diverse. Pause right there for a second. Okay. So right away. Big Swole has lost some credibility in her accusations. It also seems like Leo Rush is backtracking a little bit after what he said last it, night. It does. But let me continue. The issue at hand was a racial insensitivity issue. Having spoken to Tony and Mega, we have discussed the endeavors to further understand the struggles of the black community. I am grateful to be able to understand more about Tony and Mega's own ethnic backgrounds and glad that they are actively seeking input from an African-American perspective. I am proud to work for a boss and company that try to make, make these strides in social equality. I look forward to working with Tony to keep making steps towards positive change. I pray that 2022 is a year of positive change in all aspects. Happy New Year. God bless. Listen, man, I, I, I hope he's uh, heartfelt and genuine in that because uh, just from the surface, uh, it sounds like a complete 180 from what he was uh, or how he felt last night. Like he had no job if he didn't put that yeah. fucking tweet out. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. 
<laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that's just me. Ah, that is just me. I mean, it, dude. I don't. But this is what Leo Rush does, dude. Yeah, this is what he does. This is how. This is how he left WWE, and I was sensitive to his situation because it had some merit to it. Yeah. Because WWE is known for bullying and hazing and things like that. And he wasn't down with that. Not only that, he felt the way that he was being, quote unquote, bully or haze had a racial overtone to it. So I was with him in it and the feeling of, hey, if he's not comfortable with it and it shouldn't be. But now it seemed like he jumped the gun on demanding an apology publicly from his boss when he had nothing to do with this shit. And, 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 and additionally, bro, he, he didn't even fucking walk through the Starbucks door to even, even attempt to order a fucking coffee yet. He's, he's like, apologize. Like, who the fuck are you? No, he's not, dude. I would rather hear somebody, hear from somebody but here in the company and a little bit more, I mean, almost experience, but respect in the back. But this does not seem like something Leo should have done. I mean, it looks like he went and talked to, you know, Tony and everything else, which is what he should have done before he made this thing. Well, before. listen, listen, uh, maybe he'll go and retire for another three months. I, I don't I don't know. But uh, I, I hope it's I hope it's something that is genuine and heartfelt. And, you know, on the surface, like you said, Jesse, you worded it perfectly. It sounds like this guy was not going to have a job tomorrow. So <laughs> that's no. why he put that statement out. Yeah, so he uh, good on him for trying to save his gig. Maybe yeah. he did. I mean, but I think he was a little bit out of line in his response. Not not saying that, you know, if something's not right, he shouldn't point it out. I'm saying that he should have had a discussion with his boss before he said what he said. Yes, yes, behind closed doors privately. Just like Tony Khan should have, uh, you know, talked privately to Big Swole behind closed doors. Nothing needed to be aired out on social media. Otherwise, we would not be here and everybody else would not be talking about this. Um, yes, we, I, I'll even, I, I'll even give, I'll give WWE a little credit here in, in, in a similar situation when Hogan went to the locker room and tried to express his thoughts on the whole racial issue and the New Day and Big E quietly went to management and everything else. And yeah, he made a public statement about it, but basically the gist of it was, I'm not buying this shit. I'm not buying it. It wasn't heartfelt. It wasn't right, but professional about how they did it they yeah. made it vocal they, they didn't come off as a bunch of just i mean we're gonna just jump on this bandwagon and perpetuate this nonsense yeah i'm like I, I didn't like it we listened to it we don't think it was genuine but you know and 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 the new day are three of the most respected individuals yeah, well, well, in all of well, wwe dude. Not, not even not even the new day bro what did titus say titus was very respectful and they had him work with hogan at wrestlemania they had him work side by side with him, man. I mean, I didn't agree with it. I wouldn't have done it, but that's how much a professional yes. Titus O'Neil was, yes. you know, on him. And I'm sure he didn't like it, but he sucked it up and did his job. Again, I'm not trying to say if you don't like something, shut up and do your job. Be vocal if that's what it takes, but pick your spots, be respectful, and don't forget where you work, bro. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, we had Leo Rush mention something on social media, take Conti. She said, as y'all know, I'm Latina. And I know the struggles. I have an accent and cutting promo on national TV is not something that you see normally uh, from me. But AEW and TK makes me feel comfortable and not ashamed doing it. Um, And then she went on to promote that uh, unbelievable tag team match on Rampage last night. Uh, Sean Dean, who is a regular on AEW Dark. He's also a coordinator for AEW. He tweeted 
Uh, my official title in AW behind the scenes is extras coordinator, a black male working in the office, giving as many opportunities to minority talents as I can every single week on the community team, raising awareness for any city kids, any chance I get. The things we are expecting can and will happen. Please trust the process. Will Hobbs. He was out there on social media. He said this, and I quote, I've been featured in some heavy-ass spots since been signed to AEW, as well as other minorities. Now, TK's put me in spots at the right time. That meant something. Punk, Christian Cage, Brian Cage, Hangman, and especially running in and saving mocks. This company's been there since the passing of my mother. Cody and QT played tremendous parts in getting me signed. Lastly, if you have an issue with somebody, pick up the phone. Jade Cargill went on to say about what she said. No prior wrestling experience. Trusted in an upstart company over a well-known one. Once-in-a-lifetime high-profile in-ring debut with Shaq and Cody Rhodes. Just to name a few, Jesse. And Sheeta, all she said was, I love AEW. I mean, it's not a diversity thing, guys. It's not. No, it's not a diversity thing. Now, if Big Spo has another issue... Yeah, she should have been clear on what that issue is, but she can't come out and wave a broad flag like diversity and think everyone should jump on board because I don't believe it. I personally don't believe that that she faced a diversity issue because of her skin color at AEW. I, that is not to say it didn't happen, guys, but I strongly I do believe it, it did. I think that she is trying to get some attention brought to her to her um, herself and 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 her and her business going forward and it's working yep. people are talking about big swole um i think she overstepped because if she was genuinely feeling this this badly treated by AEW she didn't make that clear in her exit interview no and and she, she did a very poor job at displaying that in the 3 years that she's been there you know all of a sudden now now that she's gone now that the phone might not now she wants to claim diversity and i was i mean come I'm on it, it feels like you're grasping at straws it, it feels like you're grasping at straws maybe there was something there but you failed at, at portraying that when this public statement listen uh I, I think this thing got blown out of proportion uh i think uh tony khan was uh in his feelings last night what he said isn't necessarily untrue but it should have went about it should have been done in a completely different and more professional way uh, Big Swole has, um, you know, she can say whatever she wants, but, you know, at the end of the day, if it comes down to a diversity thing like Jesse and I talked about, it, it is absolutely not a diversity thing. It sounds like more of a Big Swole problem. And and we we both here on the show have said it several times, and I don't know why it continues to be a topic of discussion in the community. It seems like everybody just hangs on this one crutch. It it, it is not about the color of your skin, and I want to make that very well known again before we go to the Super Chats. If you earned it and you deserve the spot and you are the very best at what you do and your craft, you should be at the top of the card until there is somebody that comes along and takes that spot away from somebody right now at the top no matter the color of their skin, I don't want to hear about putting a world champion or a world championship rather on somebody based on the color of their skin. It's not something that should even be a topic of discussion at all. And, so please and, stop it. That's and, it. And look, Tay Conti weighed in, like you said, and gave her opinion on 
we all know that she is not one to ever be involved. So there you go. Yeah. If that's done. Yeah. Take Conti does not do controversy. No. But on a, on a serious note, though, so if her issue, if her issue is diversity or lack thereof or, or racism, I want to see her go to WWE because that alone will make her look like a complete fucking hypocrite. That yeah. company is, is the epitome of racism. Of racism and and, 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 and again, yeah, and against uh, and against women. You know, they look what it's they look. Women. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what are you gonna do over there? Yeah. I mean, you. I mean, it feels like she's she's seriously burned the absolute best bridge of her career going forward. And, and the thing is, Jesse, you know, you know, I, I seen many actually last night because I was all over this, and I, I seen people making the argument of, oh, when. When people get fired from from AEW, it's uh, it's always about diversity and racism and the color of their skin or or whatever the case may be. But when they go to WWE and WWE lets somebody go, it's because they're undervalued or underutilized. You know, I, I made this discussion with somebody else I was talking to before we went live. WWE doesn't really put anybody on TV that isn't ready for TV. You know, so if they fire somebody over there, it's because they are underutilized. You know, or, yeah. or or they've been held down. Now, how many? Keith Lee's a great example. Ricochet's another great example. These guys are world champion athletes. If they go to AEW, you're not going to hear a single fucking peep about me uh, having any problem with them being at the top of the card because they are world championship caliber athletes. Those are the types of guys that are underutilized. So I, I don't see where that discussion comes into play either. Yeah, yeah. I saw somebody on um, on Twitter saying, "Oh, well, if they get fired from WWE, they were." underutilized but if they get fired from AEW then you know it's okay because they're not good yeah i mean people will pick apart every little thing that they can and and try to make it fit their own narrative i mean because everyone that was fired not everyone that was fired from wwe were good some of them were bad yes some of them were very good and shouldn't have been fired were bad and the ones that were bad no one's clamoring to get their job back we're trying to defend them I don't see anybody trying to get Nia Jax back in. The- no, no, Nia Jax, Jax, right, Nia, Nia Jax was not good, and Nia no, Jax got good. She got fired because she wasn't good. She wasn't good. Black woman, no, or, the, or I'm sorry, Samoan woman. Yep. I mean, I mean, she's of minority, and she's not very good. But I mean, she didn't come out and start claiming racism and things like Nia Jax yeah. had no. Because God, nepotism is strong in that case. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, I I don't get it, people. But what I do get is that, once again, if you already have an agenda against AEW, something like this, an incident like this fits right up your alley to try to finish that whole narrative of we want AEW. Is, is that what people want? Do, do, do the haters just want AEW to just go away? Yes, that's exactly what it is, Jesse. I honestly it's, think there's a vendetta <laughs> out there for AEW to fight. People out there are actively trying to kill AEW. Absolutely. They rather they were happier when it was just WWE. Yeah. yeah. That's what they want. Yeah. Apparently. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get you finally have a company that is actively listening to the fans and there are people saying this they needs to go. I don't get it. I'm I'm starting to believe that these are all just just ghost accounts by WWE executives. I don't know what the hell is going they, they on. They very well be, to be honest with you. <laughs> it makes no sense. Would you be happier that this company who brought us CM Punk, who put Omega in the ring with Daniels, you want this company to go away? What the fuck is wrong with people? Are you wrestling fans? What is wrong with you people? 
It's uh, it, listen, man. This uh, this sparked a, a whole new discussion that I, I I I'm glad we tackled today, and I, I don't really know why it was raised again because um, I, I heard a couple of different takes on it, and it, it all goes back to the same thing. It, it just harps on uh, one specific community, but it, it really it really dives deeper into that because diverse means so much, and everybody's making it about one thing, but it, it's it, it it's got a broader meaning to what Big Swole was talking about here. AEW is as diverse of a company that you will see in the industry, and I honestly do think that with, with the discussion you and I had today, that I, I think we brought some solid points to the table. I really do. At the yeah. end of the day, but, all right. Look, before we wrap it all up, I want to close this on a positive note because I'm having a very bad day personally today. Did you watch Rampage? Uh, I did catch that match, yeah. Man. I didn't watch the Cody I'll, match with uh, Paige, but I did catch the women's match because that's all everybody was talking about. I'll, I'll even give it up to Cody and Ethan Page. They put on a solid fucking match, man. Yeah. I, I, I mean, well, Ethan, Page, really e- Ethan Page is great. I mean, Cody, he's, he's, he's always great. He's great. I like the storytelling. I'm, I'm changing my tune about Cody. Yep. I'm changing my tune. <laughs> I'm changing oh, yeah. my tune. But, but, but look, I think the four women, you know, the... Penelope Ford, the Bunny, Anna J, and Conti—they all need a special pat on the back. They all need special acknowledgement because those women tore it the fuck up last night. And that's how you grab an opportunity, okay? Now that those four women are going to be better. I'm not a big fan of the Bunny or, the or Penelope bunny Ford. Is the Bunny won that goddamn match, dude. But, but listen, hats, I mean, hats off to the Bunny. That's how you grab a fucking opportunity, man. I see some people mentioning snickering online. All oh, they, they got to go through these hoops and fucking blood and all the Disco Inferno. It was, it was what a fucking geek uh, to get a Melter five star match. I'm like, those women busted their fucking ass. They busted their Show ass. Show some respect. I, I see what he's saying, but I'll counter that with look. Their gimmicks were stagnant and they weren't getting enough attention to be legitimate wrestlers. So they went out there and said, let's show that we can be real fucking wrestlers. Yeah. And they beat the crap. Let's show them that we're tough and we're not worried about our fucking nails. They yep. didn't beat it the That's... fuck up like Britt Baker did along with Thunder Rose. Let's go tear it up. And they did. They went out there and, and got their man, fucking nails dirty. That That is always a criticism from me about women's wrestling. Go in there and yep. fucking do what those women did. That right. to me. That, to me, earns a, a different level of respect. So shout out to all four of those women, no question. Yes. Hats, I love it. Love that match. That's uh, what you, you, don't, you don't need every match like that. But now when you go out and do other matches, nobody can say, but oh, they're just too fucking prissy and they're worried about, no, they know how to fight and we've seen it, all right? So we can quit using uh, that. Uh, and can we, can we quit with Cody Rhodes winning the TNT title being an absolutely terrible decision? Like, like cut, cut the shit, okay? Please. <laughs> Uh, Sammy wasn't doing much with the title, and this all is playing into a bigger picture. I, I, I never realized that some some wrestling fans, until we watch AEW television with long term booking, are, are so fucking impatient. I get watching WWE how impatient they are, but Jesus fucking Christ, Cody winning the title from Sammy on Christmas Eve was or Christmas Day rather was a beautiful fucking thing. It's great, and I'll even I'll even say the fact that the people that are hating him for doing it, then it's working. That's exactly what he wanted. Working, it's fucking working. <laughs> this this was this was this was the best. This was the best. And I even said it before it happened. Cody winning that title is probably best for business because nobody wants Sammy to lose it, and nobody wants Cody to win it. So do that. Yeah. And they are continuing this "Am I heel? Am I face?" thing. Clearly by the fucking T-shirt that he's now wearing. Yes. So 
It's working. It, he's not coming out there and trying to be the Roman Reigns babyface of 2017. He is clearly self-aware that he's hated and he's playing it into. Dude, the, the Ethan Page match, Ethan Page worked babyface, man. Because Cody had so much heat and Cody was acting like a heel in the match. You saw Ethan Page try you know, do comeback bro. spots and it was great. I bro, loved it. Bro, I, I said I, that, I, I said it. this on Twitter. I mean, they were turning Dan Lambert babyface of all yeah. fucking people. I love it. 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 So the fact that people don't like it, it's working. I love it. I, I think, I mean, I think Cody turned this shit around the right way. I do want to see Sammy continue to chase and get his title back. But in the meantime, everything is for me, for me, is going perfectly fine with Cody. I'm done hating on Cody. There you go, guys. Uh, I'm glad you guys joined us, man. We had 2,500 deep in the venue on, on a random Saturday afternoon on New Year's Day. I appreciate you guys for hanging out and uh, engaging in this discussion with us. This was uh, something that we uh, kind of went back and forth on, but I'm glad we did it. And I will be live again later tonight with the day one post show right here on Off The Script. I'm ready to go. I'm going to have a nice dinner. I'm going to relax. I'll be live tweeting. You guys know the deal. Follow me on social media at JD from NY206 on Twitter. And uh, the notification for the live stream will hopefully be going out within the hour. But before we get out of here, I want to run through these stupid chats because you guys have been incredibly generous on this my channel. <laughs> you plug your fucking channel. Uh, I mean, I mean not, not that I have a chat. Look, I do not want to take you down. But if someone were to go to Chi-Town Smart on YouTube and subscribe for any dark live watch-alongs or reviews, be greatly appreciated. Uh, th- there you go. There you go. I gave you 15 seconds. All right. Uh, yo, yo uh, you know Eli. You know Eli with a 1999 Super Chat. I'm glad Tony told her the truth. I'm tired of people pushing diversity over talent. I promise you Tony Khan isn't going to let Jay Lethal, Athena, Keith Lee's contracts... Run out. Fact is, Swole couldn't keep up in this AEW. Uh, yeah, we discussed that earlier, bro. Uh, she uh, needed to do more to prove herself. And, you know, the more people come in, it seems like uh, it became more of a big Swole problem than a diversity thing. Uh, Hula Grim with a $5 super chat. I agree with TK's comments. However, now he is in a lose-lose situation with the TBS title match. Big Swole tiny brain. Jesse, does this prov- uh, does this, uh, I guess now, um, create a problem for Tony Khan come Wednesday in this TBS tournament final with Ruby and Jade? I mean, it is a lose-lose situation like like Hulagrim said, but in my honest opinion, before I give you the floor on this, I, I honestly don't think that Tony Khan should stray. If Ruby is the uh, you know winner or the outcome is going to Ruby, I don't think he should stray from that because I mean, Tony Khan is in a business to make money, and he's he's in a business to enhance the brand. And with Ruby, I honestly think that her recognition over Jade is what needs to be a priority here, not the color of her skin. Right, right. I mean, and with that, we should say this. The link to my YouTube channel is in my Twitter bio, guys. Go get it from there. Okay. All right. But let's not forget this, bro. Seriously. What if, keep this in mind, we don't know. What if Jade was already the intended winner of said tournament? She uh, is she is at the top of the priority list as far as getting her over. It's very possible she was always the projected winner. Yeah. It's very, very, very possible she can go into TB into the TBS. You know, you know, champion. you know, Jesse. It's it's it could be absolutely the case. Tony Khan could have had uh, that pen pendant from day one. But you know, if it happens on Wednesday, it's going to be looked at as a political thing, and and you know, yep. your Twitter is going to spin it in a way where 
you know, they're going to spin it. They gave it to Jade because Tony Khan backtracked and now look at him. It's going mm-hmm. to become a, a fucking mud show on social media. It is. It, it, it's it's, it's going to be a no win for him. People are going to say, no, oh, you just gave it to Jade yeah. because of what happened. Yeah. Or they're going to say, well, look, you gave it to Ruby. See what we mean? See? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if, 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 Jade, if Jade does get it, I mean, none of you should be really. I mean, I, we we talk about Jade in in a in ring aspect. I, we're big fans yeah. of Jade. But if Jade wins the tournament and Tony Khan, you know, had picked Jade to win this tournament from the very beginning, don't take that away from Jade because all that negativity is is kind of disrespecting her. So yeah. don't don't do that, please. Yeah, and I, I I know we've said you know she's still green and not there. And yes, Ruby Soul is a. 50 times better wrestler than Jay Cargill. Yeah. But guys, it's not always about, always about put the best wrestler at the top. At times, some that's where the term comes from, the title making a person or the person making a title. Both of them are a thing. They just have to be, they have to be done correctly. Yeah. So if you put the title on Jay, it would be a situation of the title making the wrestler. But at the same time, now that wrestler is on the clock to improve and make it about her instead of the title. Alright, so I can see them going either way. They can make Ruby champion. Jade is very much more polarizing as far as her attitude and her gimmick. So I could actually see him going either way. Ruby is clearly the best wrestler, but Jade Cargill is the best gimmick right now. Yeah. So, so we'll see. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting situation on Wednesday. Uh, Tan May with a re-upping of a membership here in the VIP section on the podcast. 25 months Tanmay is the only one with a gold OTS microphone. Tanmay, you're a fucking beast, bro. He's sitting VIP all by himself. That's what's up. Welcome back, Tribal Chief, he says. Thank you, Tanmay. Here's to another 25 more, brother. Thank you so much, man. Uh, Tony Cody is uh, is all elite. He leaves a 199 Super Chat with a microphone emoji. Thank you, bro. Uh, Mike Curtis becomes a new member in the venue. You're sitting VIP with me, brother. What are you drinking? Rounds on me. Kenley Pierre with a 499 Super Chat. Long time since I did a Super Chat. Should it take three years for a black world champion in AEW? Uh, if you're ready for it, no. That should not take three years. If somebody's ready, then we'll uh, we'll discuss it. It, it shouldn't take uh, whatever time. If you're ready for it, you're ready for it. Well, we get we get Jay Lethal in. Yeah, I'm sure we get Gresham coming in. Yeah, so. Keith Lee more than likely coming in. Keith Lee. So we're gonna see some. We're gonna see some black males at the top of the card in AEW. Oh, yeah. very soon. Oh, yeah. I just don't want it to make it look like we have to do it because of this situation. These three guys we just named, they were already tier talent. They yeah. were already gonna come in and they were gonna be positioned towards the top. Yeah, and they'll they'll fit in. They'll find their role. They will work at it, and then. Uh, you know, in every one of those guys' situations, it's going to be a situation of they put the time in and they earned it. That was yep. that's all. It's all it's got to be. Mike Curtis with a twenty-five dollars super chat. JD, happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year to you as well, Mike. Uh, couldn't think of any better way to spend day one other than grabbing a seat and enjoying the ride. Grab your adult beverage and hoist it up. Cheers, bro. Thank you so much, Mike. I'll see you tonight for the live stream of day one. Once again, thank you to Chill Sigma Vibes with a one hundred dollars super chat. Just showing some love. Thank you so much, man. Ryan Peters becomes a member in the VIP room. Thank you so much, man. What are you drinking tonight? Tony Cody is all elite with a 499 Super Chat. Says, Happy New Year, JD and Jesse. Thank you for all that you guys keep doing. Uh, Enjoy the year 2022. More years to come for you both. 
still to be with us. Thank you so much, man. Uh, we got Mecky McLendon re-upping for four months. Thank you. I just wish Swollen TK could have picked up the phone and aired these issues in private. Now Twitter clowns are harassing AW talent, and that's not fair. Uh, yeah, thing, uh, yeah, man, things should be done in, in private, but apparently that's not the way uh, things are done. I, I don't know. I mean, it was, uh, it was a mistake, and Tony Khan obviously needs to lay off Twitter uh, for the time being. and Or either that, he needs to hire somebody to do Twitter for him. Something. You know what also is not being mentioned there? Mark Henry has got to be one of the most respected yeah. men in that entire locker room. Mm-hmm. And has he, he said anything? Anything. Yeah, he'll drop anything to help anybody yes. back there. He runs his own school and a great school from what I hear. And when when is Mark Henry not approachable to be like, hey, you know, my name is Big Swole. Can you help me with this and yeah. with that with my gimmick? Yeah. It's crazy, man. They have so many resources backstage, and, and I got to hear this woman say that uh, there's no structure. <laughs> like, I, I get I get what you're saying, but, I mean, there are people to help you get where you need to be. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I, <sighs> uh, I wish the best to her. I really yeah. do. And it seems like the best spot after this whole ordeal is... Well, let's not forget how they treated people. Let's, don't forget how they treated Booker T. Yeah. Over the years in WWE and uh, and plenty of the other racist shit. Don't expect anything better going over there. John R. with a $5 super chat. As the founder, co-owner, president, and CEO of the company, you cannot publicly belittle your employees. TK has to be better than that. I think we've kind of established that. John R. Tony Khan should have uh, went about it in a more professional way for sure. Uh, Eddie Hazard with a five-month re-up. Thank you, brother. Happy New Year, J.D. and Jesse. I think Swole overreacted a bit, and TK's reaction felt kind of knee-jerk. Worried worried the cancel mob is salivating as we speak. Tony Khan's not getting canceled, and AEW's not getting canceled, bro. This will all be water under the bridge uh, after done. And, I, and I'll even give TK a little bit of credit here. His response came on New Year's Eve, bro. Yeah. He might he might have had some Dom Perignon. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> or maybe, maybe, maybe he thought... Uh, his uh, his Twitter record deletes at the end of the year, just like the AW win loss record. I have no fucking yeah, idea. He yeah, wanted yeah. to get one yeah. one last uh, dynamite off. I don't know. Yeah, nothing reset. But I, I think he may have been giving the Chris style. Someone bashed his company for some bullshit reason. What he felt were bullshit reason. Yeah. Get on. Fuck this. Captain Solo with a five dollar super chat. Big Swole needs to get better at her job before she complains about diversity and maybe try to get over and invest in some proactive. Uh, come on, Solo. Look, it's, it's a good point. If she was awesome at what she did, I mean, just great over and awesome and everything, and then came out and said, I did X, I would listen to her because she was awesome at everything, yeah. but she's not. Blazing with a $5 super chat. Chilean super chat, I believe, is what uh, I'm looking at here. Why is that Twitter turned people into room temperature individuals? Happy New Year, JD and Jesse. Uh, look, listen, man, Twitter's accessible. I don't know. Uh, Twitter turns everybody into. Um, Something that they wish they were, but they're really not. You know, it's a, it's a platform for for free speech, and uh, I'm not surprised by what you see or hear on Twitter. Uh, Hulu Grim with a five dollar super chat. I find it refreshing that TK stands up for himself. But who wins the TBS title now? If Jade wins, she's a token champ. If she loses, TK is called a racist. Uh, Hulu Grim, I think we discussed that before. Uh, it's going to be a very interesting situation on Wednesday. It is a lose lose situation for sure. 
Uh, don't tread on me with a $5 super chat. I am at a loss for words every time I hear someone pull the race card following that mainstream media propaganda by saying there's no diversity in AEW. Uh, it's a crutch, bro. What do you want me to say? It's the best word for me to use. It's a crutch. There is diversity. Just watch the fucking show. Uh, trapped in my psyche with a $10 super chat. Wrestlers talk shit about a company. Everyone praises them. If the boss says the real reason without saying safety words like budget cuts, etc., they are the bad guy. If I get fired, give me the real reason. Yeah. Listen, man, this is why I always say I always appreciated Tony Khan's honesty. You know? I, but in some points, he just needs to step away and be more like Vince and, and say nothing. Just be a business yeah. guy. Um, Amir F. with the $2 Super Chat. Jesse speaking the truth, as, uh, as he usually does, Amir. Thank you. And believe me, guys, and JD's witness to that. I I fought back and forth for a, a pretty long time today about coming on here and talking about this because at the end of the day, I can I can kind of see both arguments, and I can kind of see if you hate the other argument. But at the same time, I mean, we just come here and we're honest. Yep, it's all we uh, it's, it's all we, we have are, man. Uh, don't tread on me with a $5 super chat. This is why there is so much division in this country. Stupid comments like that are disgusting. Uh, there will always be division in the, uh, in the world, bro. You know, just, uh, just, just be a genuine, heartwarming, loving individual, man. Seriously. Nathan, Nathan Hughes connection with a $5 super chat. I remember Kingston saying the overloaded roster causes you to work harder to get on TV and you can't blame anyone but yourself. Yeah. It should. It should. And WWE, honestly, it makes me question. Uh, AEW is creatively uh, running on all cylinders. I don't know why WWE hasn't stepped up and gotten better thanks to the AEW competition. I don't know. But, yeah, I agree with him. The overloaded roster should absolutely make you work hard to get on TV because nobody wants their spot taken. Yeah. Uh, Micah with a 199 Super Jack. Keith Lee is on his way in. He will be AEW champ. Uh, you give him some time to get... Uh, Situated there? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Romy Rome with a 499 Super Chat. I don't care for pandering. If she was on Sasha or Bianca's tier and this was happening, then sure. But she's not anywhere close. Work harder and chill. Yeah. King Mo with a 199 Super Chat. Big Swall's full of BS. She can't cut the mustard. Claire O'Driscoll with a 50 in UK. Claire says nothing. Normally I say don't be shy, but with that type of super chat, you could sit VIP if you want. Let me get you a drink. King Mo with a 199 super chat. Apparently Big Swole needed riders to be successful. Uh, go over to WWE. I'm sure Vince I is mean, uh, waiting with bated breath. Can you believe that though? We spent all of this time complaining about WWE having a staff of writers making wrestlers say what writers felt. And now we got a wrestler complaining that she doesn't have a writer. No. You gotta be fucking kidding. No, you got about seven of them waiting for waiting for you in Stanford. Go over there and tell me how fucking great and fun it is. Give me a fucking break. Unique Butterfly with a $5 super chat. I'm black. But I understand and agree that you have to have ability, personality, and presence. The total package. You either have it or you don't. Unique. You get it. You get it. Thank you. Dwayne Jackson with a 499 Super Chat. She was average. Let's be honest. Tony Khan could have chosen his words more wisely. And also, let's not forget, she got lost in the shuffle. Yeah, she got lost in the shuffle because she didn't work as hard as everybody else, uh, Dwayne. She could have been there with Britt and Sheeta and Statlander and Soho and everybody else. But she didn't. 
I, I gotta agree. And, and if and if Swole was listening to that comment right now that you just said that she didn't work hard enough, I could be an angry. But I'll double down and I'll, I'll back it up with look, the gimmick wasn't getting over, and you failed to do anything to change it to try to help it get you stayed stagnant and never changed. Listen, man, we gave examples. We gave examples. Sheeta worked her ass off. Uh, Velvet worked her ass off. Uh, yes. Uh, Layla Hirsch was even on Rampage recently. Like, just work. Red, yeah, Red Velvet is a very under underrated um, example of all of this. Because I remember she was a jobber. She was brought in as a jobber. And she was so good and she improved so much. And she elevated her spot in the company in a couple of weeks, bro. So that's hard work. And she moved up for it, so I, I feel to see if, if, if there was an agenda against me. Uh, Prince G with a 999 Super Chat. Big fan of the channel. As a black man, I'm happy to see more people that look like me. However, I can go without always seeing a Becky and a Charlotte as champ when you have others. Happy New Year. Listen, man, WWE has... Uh, Bianca Belair. They Bianca Belair. title from a young... Yeah. Very talented and very beautiful black woman. Gave it back to Becky. Uh, I, I'm I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for uh, that to pay off. Yeah, yeah. You know they got Zia Lee that's in there now. That they're, they're tied. You know, and, and WWE until they prove me wrong. You know, oh, the first Chinese uh, active performer on the roster. Hey, all right, uh, show me. What, what, what are you going to give her the opportunity to be more? That's what yeah. I want to see. What the fuck is Naomi doing? Yeah, where's Naomi? Right. Everybody wants Naomi to be pushed, but uh, every time Naomi gets. Uh, you know, closer and closer to having something happen, WWE pulls the leash back. There's right. nobody on that roster outside the big four, the big five. Yeah. Uh, Laura, with a 499 Super Jet. Happy New Year, JD. Hope it's a great one for you and your family. Happy New Year to you and yours also, Jesse. Thank you, Laura. Thank you so much, Laura. Reverend Davey Thompson becomes a new member in the venue. Brother, what are you drinking? Life after death with a $5 Super Jet. Let's not forget Swole's push got derailed because her Crohn's disease came back. And put her on the sideline. She lost all momentum after she came back. Uh, yeah, that, that's another that's another topic of discussion. I mean, her health was a big deal, and Tony Khan had to take that into consideration. I, I disagree. After after she had an episode, she came right back with another push. She was right back on. She, I mean, oh, she, she was back, back quickly. She was back quickly, Jesse. Yeah. Huh? She was, yeah, she was. She, she she came back pretty quickly, and she was back to be. Huh. I didn't yep. know that. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was a little bit of extended time. There. I've been following Big Swole, man. I've been I've been paying attention. I've watched all dark episodes, and I've been watching them. Making better. And she didn't. I was just like, okay, well, it'll get there. You know, we'll get there. And I used to get a lot of a lot of heat in the chat, like, oh, Big Swole, where is she? I had no getting back. We'll see. Nothing, man. Nothing. I mean, she didn't change at all. Oz and Glorious with a $5 Super Chat as a POC who also works in HR. Let me say, there are a lot of people who will never take accountability for their work and default to race, gender instead. That's exactly what we're seeing on social media the last 24 hours, Oz and Glorious. Yeah. That's what usually is the case. Uh, Max Zavalov with 200 in rubies. Thank you so much, man. Uh, When TK says... That he let Swole's contract run out because of her wrestling and wasn't good. He only means that this decision was only based on her wrestling ability, not the color of her skin. Yeah, that's not how Twitter took it. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> that's not how Twitter took it, Max. Okay. Yeah, you know, level-headed people saw it that way, but uh, no thank you. 
Nah, Leo Rush took it. No. Uh, Coiled Phoenix just comes in with the $100 Super Chat. Oh, my goodness. Hey, JD and Jess, I wanted to come on here and wish you guys and the OTS family a happy new year. Also, in your Tony Storm extra, I just wanted to say thank you for stating the obvious. As always, please keep up the good work and looking forward to the live stream tonight. Thank you so much, Coiled Phoenix. Uh, I was very happy that I got all all that Tony Storm uh, stuff off my chest. WWE uh, dropped the ball big time on that. And fuck them. Tony Storm will be all elite in 90 days. Probably get fired because she's white. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah or, or, or is uh, from New Zealand and can't, oh, yeah. and can't speak, uh, yeah. you know, perfect English the way the WWE wants. So. She's, she's Aussie, you know. Kevin Dunn does not like X. No, no, forget about it. Oh, I mean, Becky Lynch is uh, Raw Women's Champion. So, yeah. I mean, clearly there's favoritism there. The favoritism, yeah. Uh, thank you, Call Phoenix. I appreciate it. And I will see you later, hopefully, in the venue for the day one post show. Uh, King Mo with a 499 Super Chat. WWE is too scripted. AEW is too loose. Choose your poison. Let's be real. <laughs> Big Swole was pedestrian. So she basically made excuses for herself. Learn your craft. Yeah. Spencer Bailey with a 20 in Super Chat. I think there's a lot of frustration with black fans and how black wrestlers have been toyed with. Kofi gets the belt, gets beaten 10 seconds. But that, that's not Kofi's fault, bro. Why don't we? Why don't you take it up with uh, Vince and Bruce? That's not Kofi's yeah. fault. Bian- we hated it. Yeah, we hated everybody hated it. Bianca, the same thing. I, I fuck. Go back to my SummerSlam review. I fucking shit all over it. Naomi in catering and misused. Her business broken at its peak. Bro, listen, you're, you're speaking to the <laughs> choir here. I mean, this, these are things we all complained about. Yeah, but Tony you know, Khan you, is the racist. Yeah, yeah, but Tony Khan's the racist. Go look at what WWE's actively done within the last twelve months. Give me a break. Then they got big, but we got Big E. So yeah, see, yeah, see, we got Big E, champion. And what is his and what is his reign doing, Rats? One of the worst reigns of the year. Nothing. What the fuck are they doing? Nothing. I hope he loses the title tonight because they fucking failed him. Reverend yeah. Davey, Davey Thompson with a two super chat. Leo Rush should not have a job. Well, well, he, <laughs> he, he, well, he thought he wasn't gonna have a job. That's why he said what he said today. I would love to see one of my employees <laughs> demand an apology from me publicly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, where am I? Uh, Blazing. Thank you for becoming a new member, bro. What are you drinking? Dwayne Jackson with a four ninety nine. Do you think Big Swole maybe has blackballed herself? Um, uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. She may have made a name for herself oh. off of this, or or Tony Khan may have said uh, a little too much to kind of derail her signing with somebody. I don't know. I don't. I don't think she blackballed herself from the industry. She didn't pull a sexy star. I mean, no, she didn't. She didn't do a Tessa Blanchard. Let's be real. Yeah, but she did burn a bridge. Yeah, I think she absolutely burned the best bridge in a perfect world to me. And again, I started off this whole this whole endeavor liking Swole. And even though she got released, I was looking forward to see her tear up the Indies because the Indies are hot right now. Yeah, and seeing her make a surprise comeback in. The- there and never. That's what I was. But that's not going to happen, though. Listen, you know, Big Swole wants to, you know, wants it to be a difference in, in AEW. Go out, work hard, and be the difference. Yes. That's it. Yes. Make yourself unfucking deniable. Yes. To quote, to quote fucking, you know, Cody Rhodes, dude. You have to go out there and make yourself this. I mean, I think you're. You're being held to your worst, then go out there and make them realize that, make them beg for you to come. 
Uh, Spencer Bailey with a $5 super chat. Will this give pause to great black talent to come in or will it change how black talent is taken care of? I think everyone is going to be more mindful now. Uh, I I don't think this is going to change, bro. There's nowhere to work. Where are you going to go? If Tony Khan finds value in you, you will be brought in. Tony Khan will assess the situation and look at your talent. No matter what color your skin is. He will bring you in if he's going to be able to make you uh, make more money off of you and build AEW as a, as a bigger entity. Simple. Bro, you know who's on my nerves right now? Issa. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of jealous there, Issa. Uh, uh, dude, she, look, we need to discuss this. We need to hire a new bartender. She oh. has to fucking... Listen, man, listen. I gave her the holidays off. What do you want from me? No, no, she has to go, bro. She has to go. Well, if you can find somebody else to replace her, bro, you bring her to my attention. Anybody who shows up is better than Issa, bro. I'm, look, she can't be out here fucking waving around her 82 fucking degrees. She's got to go. She's got to go. <laughs> uh, we'll, get, we'll get to Issa in a second. Spencer, thank you so much, man. Kratos with a $5 super chat. Nobody talks about how WWE outs 50-plus different WWE champions. Only four are black. If fans don't have a problem with that, then uh, don't badmouth AEW. Listen, man, uh, the, the only two bl- real black world champ, and I, I guess you could consider The Rock, but, I mean, Bobby Lashley and Kofi Kingston are, are the only two that I know of in my, in my generation. Who else has been? Yeah. I mean, and look, world, what they, look, look, look what they did to Kofi. Road champ, I mean, the, the Rock, I mean, I don't know why this is a, a debate, man. The Rock is black. Yeah. I, I get the debate, but, it, I mean, it, and, and through all the history, man, one drop. Yeah. Look, look, look it's, it's more than one drop, okay? I don't want to be like... Your 14th cousin's black, so you're black. His fucking father is black, okay? Yeah. <laughs> His father is black. 100% black. So that makes the rock black. It also makes him Samoan. It makes him black and Samoan. Uh, Blazing with a Chilean $5 super chat. This podcast was so good that I'm compelled to give you some more money. Cheers. Well, listen, man, I appreciate it. You know what? You, you go up to the bar and you order yourself a shot, bro. What do you drink? Go. Uh, go Steve, the bar, go to the bar and order a Shottown Smart on YouTube. There you go. Order one of those. This fucking guy. Uh, Steve Winyard with a UK five dollar super chat. Talk about lack of structure and no one writing her promos. Is she after a job in WWE? Go work to improve and get yourself over. Maybe that's what she wants, bro. I have no idea. You know, but by, by, by the time she gets there, WWE will fire her husband. Yeah. JoJo with a 499 Super Chat. I think Jade is winning regardless. They're not breaking up her losing streak to Ruby. I just don't see it. They created this title for her. Uh, well, JoJo, by the time we get to Dynamite, uh, uh, Jade Cargill will have no record. Yeah. So, just keep that in mind. She's 0-0 zero and zero now. Her record erases at the end of the year. So she could start off the year 0-1. Yeah. But that's also, excuse me, that's also a very good point. I mean, it, it, that title could have very well been. Yeah. Because they, they are intent on getting Jay Cargill over there and throwing the best tools at her. Yep. Furious Nation with a $5 Super Jet. Happy New, Year, Happy New Year's, J.D. and Jesse. Opening 2022 is a good one. Excellent analysis on the big on the big swell situation, and it couldn't have been said better. Furious, thank you so much, bro. That's why we're here, man. Vicious Sid Justice with a $5 Super Jet. Jade and Kiara Hogan were featured on Rampage that had the return of CM Punk. Tony knew how many eyes would be on that show, and he chose them. Yeah. That's another great point, Sid Justice. Yeah. I mean, but Tony Khan's a racist, so what do we, I mean, what, 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 do, we, what do we know, right? Fuck yeah. Kira Hogan, Kira Hogan's been given opportunity. Yeah. Black and, black and gay. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, come on, people. What the hell do you want? Oh, but here? she's not signed to AEW. Tony Khan's a racist. I mean, is she, wow. is she is she is she good enough to fit into the current creative mold? I don't know. But she'll be on dark. Work your way there. Yep. Sounds like a sound plan to me. Uh, Unique Butterfly with a five-dollar super chat. Jade, if built correctly, can definitely be the future of the AW Women's Division. If Ruby doesn't win the match, maybe she should win the Owen Hart Tournament. Hey, one or the other. It's fine by me. Tony Khan knows what he's doing. Man of a thousand and five holds. Becomes a member for five months. Thank you for the re-up, bro. Glad to be in the Vinny. Just give me a blue Long Island iced tea. You are good with what you do. Thank you so much, man. Uh, uh, listen, you know, uh, somebody, whoever's working, who's working the fucking bar here? Yo, Issa, get me a fucking Long Island iced tea from fucking Puerto Rico, will you? Jesus Christ. And get Jesse one, too. We can use it after today. What is a blue Long Island? I don't know. It's got blue curacao in it, bro. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Just give me a regular Long Island. Uh, Magician Sapphire with a ten dollars super chat. I said it on Solomon Monsters uh, podcast. Less is more on social media. His tweet should have stopped at diverse. There are ways you check people on their BS, and that was the wrong way. Yes, it was. He should have worded it in a more professional way and just left it as it is. That was it. Yeah. But uh, you know, Tony Khan, he had uh, a little bit too much of the bubbly last night. I have no idea what was yeah. going on. Yeah, man, the the, the crystal was flowing, bro. Yeah. Marcus Gunn with a $2 Super Chat. Kevin Owens is walking out with the title tonight. Listen, I hope you're right. Get it off Big E. WWE hasn't done well. Well, then uh, then I'll be claimed a racist because I want Big E to yeah. lose the championship. Yeah, I got I got to be careful with who I root for tonight now. You know? like Canadians. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like Canadians. <laughs> yeah. uh, Hooligram with a $2 Super Chat. Forgive my redundant Super Chat. Happy New Year's, OTS. Uh, Hooligram, nothing you do here is redundant, bro. Keep him coming. I noticed I did not see a hooligram or a raging gaming girl on my channel. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, listen, uh, maybe uh, maybe they think you don't deserve it. Bro. Hey, I'm just putting out the facts, bro. All right. I think they're racist. Go ahead and uh, continue, though. I- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god. I'm goodness. just saying. I'm uh, just saying. Uh, Kratos, $2 Super Jedi. I meant three out of 50-plus WWE champions have been black. Uh, well, listen, you know, uh, we, we knew what you meant, bro. Don't worry about it. Uh, the Wolfness Way with a re-up for seven months. Awesome breakdown, guys. The voices of truth. OTS for life. That's why we're here, man. Always fair and to the point. Uh, Robert Hall, 85, with a $5 super chat. With the records reset, who are you keeping your eyes on in 2022? Um, One name. Thunder Rosa. Dante Martin. Dante Martin. MJF. MJF. Hey, dude. I've watched way too many interviews with Tony Khan, and he can't mention guy's oh, name. Bless him, man. Yeah, but Tony Khan's racist. We're talking pack. Oh yeah, right three. This guy comes out with a Black Lives Matter back every and racist Tony Khan profiles. Yeah, is uh, I mean, how how how, how can how can uh, Dante Martin be uh, someone to look out for if Tony Khan is uh, the R word? I don't know. Yes, yes, he is. We all uh, know he is. Listen, also, uh, who I'm looking out for in 2022, um, there was one name at the top of my list. I, it just it fucking slipped away from me uh, as this guy was talking about Dante Martin. Um, you know, uh, you know, Thunder Rose is going to be at the top of the list. I, I, I just think she's going to have uh, an incredible year. Really? I don't I, I, I feel like I feel like Thunder Rose's path is already marked out. I, I feel like she's a made woman and has nothing to worry about. She yeah. is going to be world champion 
at the at the first half of this year. She's yeah. gonna be world champion. Uh, you know who I'm looking out for? Uh, Veer Mahan. Oh, Veer. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, it's gotta be Veer, right? Yeah, gotta be Veer. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even say Hook. Not Hook. Not in 2020. No, not yet. He's he's gonna continue his progress, but I say 23, four. We're gonna get the full Hook unleashed. Uh, magician. Sapphire with a $10 super chat. Thank you, bro. Uh, Happy New Year to both you and Jesse. I ran out of characters in my last super chat. Listen, man. Thank you for the double super chat. We always appreciate you being here in the venue. Um, uh, Omni Entertainment with a $2 super chat. This year is the rise of Moon and Lee in AEW. I agree. I think that's going to be fantastic to see, even though Ember Moon has me blocked for whatever reason. Uh, I am still a fan of Ember Moon. I'm still blocked by Sammy. If anybody can get Sammy Zayn to unblock, it'd be awesome. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Uh, I don't know. We love Sammy Zayn here. Love Sammy. Um, Omni with a five-dollar super chat. Missed the podcast, but happy New Year's, guys. Uh, how was your break from all this BS? AW needs a spokesperson, and wrestlers need to stop being self-marks. Uh, my break was good, man. I feel refreshed. I feel ready to go, and uh, we're gonna kill it tonight with day one. And yes, AEW needs a uh, spokesman for Tony Khan on social media. I agree. Uh, AEW Mark with a two dollars super chat. What do you think of the street fight from last night? I thought it was great. Awesome. Thought it was great. Must watch. Uh, if you haven't watched it, must watch. Uh, the Gary Sphere with a five dollars super chat. Twitter is a sad place. Can count on Jade winning the TBS title now. Don't, don't be so confident in that yet, man. Tony Khan's got a plan. He's going to stick to whatever the plan is. Uh, Issa with a one ninety nine super chat, eighty two degrees and beautiful in Puerto Rico, and she leaves um, me a uh, my tie emoji. I'm so done with her, dude. <laughs> it's just wrong. Ah, right, listen, it's man, just it, wrong. eighty two degrees. It's fucking forty degrees in rain in New York City, man. Uh, to say I'm jealous is an understatement. Issa, enjoy yourself. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you have uh, hopefully you have uh, quite the security with you to keep you safe. Maybe I don't know. Or is easy need a bodyguard for her, man? She's easy. Fucking claw your eyes out. She's probably murder somebody herself. Uh, Guardian of Chaos with a 999 Super Jet. Happy New Year, JD and Jesse. Ain't no half-stepping in 2022. Bro, we're killing it this year, man. It's going to be the best year ever. Uh, Emmanuel Reed with a $5 Super Jet. Swall and Diamante's rivalry showed everything wrong with Swall. She was so artificial and never came off as genuine. Uh, is that true, Jesse? Swall and Diamante? Mm-hmm. Apparently, Diamante, uh, you know, there's another one. I don't know where she is. I don't, I don't feel as such, but Diamante is another one. Um, trajectory is low. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing's changed about it at all. She's in the same gimmick. That's yeah, not really I mean, there's good. nothing really that stands out. Yeah. Her best days were when she was with Ivelisse. Yeah. Um, Tanmay with an Australia, $2.99. Finally, you have the gold mic. Yes, you do, bro. You're the only one. You're in a company all by yourself. Gino with a 499. What do you guys think about Johnny Knoxville being in the Royal Rumble? WWE getting uh, started on the wrong foot, I said. I think that's a what? fucking terrible idea. Oh, what's the Royal Rumble? I don't know. Who the fuck is Johnny Knoxville? How old is Johnny Knoxville? 50 years old? WWE's yeah, like, living like 20 years ago, bro. Like, like at least be with the fucking hair. times. He's old and gray hair. I mean, put me in the fucking Royal Rumble. I think that'd be a bigger pop for social media, man. Have Baron Corbin eliminate me. Anybody else, watching, uh, anybody else watching the new Cobra Kai? That's what. No. Oh, you, what, you not watching the new? No. What the? Now I got better things to do. 
Uh, blazing with a five dollar super chat, Chilean. It's Swiss francs, not Chilean. I'm, I'm listen, man. I don't know. They don't tell me here. It's Swiss francs. Also, subscribe to Shy Town Mark on YouTube. I hear his AW reviews of fire. What? This fucking guy. Get him out of here. What? Get him out of here. This fucking Swiss Frank. Get him out of here. This guy, make this guy a mod. Get this fucking guy out of blazing. Crazy. Blazing. Thank you, bro. Fuck. Uh, C Saver becomes a member in the venue. Thank you, man. What are you drinking? Uh, Unique Butterfly with a $5 super chat. Tony Storm versus Thunder Rosa. Tony Storm versus Ruby Soho. Tony Storm versus Britt Baker. Even Tony Storm versus Tay Conti. Man, listen. No Tony- structure. Yeah, no, there's no structure. No structure. Yeah, Tony Khan is uh, not diverse. I mean, come on. He bring in Tony Storm and then jump over the lights of, like, Abaddon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. oh what the Vendelli here? Oh, yeah. Man. Uh, Fiori Station with a five-dollar super chat. Do you think Ember Moon blocked you because of the Alexa Bliss situation from 2020? Yes, I do. Quintus Brown with two-dollar super chat. I feel that Wardlow and Hobbs will have a big year. Uh, I do as well. I think Hobbs is great, and Wardlow is awesome. Unique Butterfly, two-dollar super chat. Uh, by the way, I love to drink pink coladas. I don't even know what the fuck a pink colada is. I know what a uh, oh no, no no a pina colada. I'm fucking pina colada. Pina colada. I don't know why I said pink. Got fucking East's, East's goddamn fucking Mai Tai drink on my mind, man. Pina coladas. Yes, I'm a fan of pina coladas. Thank you. But if you want to make a, p- a pink colada, I'll have somebody make it in the venue for you. Sure, we could do Art something. The, Art the Collector says no more matches with women bleeding. It's too much. Oh, give me a break. Bro, bro, go They're watch professional ballet. wrestlers, geek. Go watch ballet. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, go watch Go watch Lash Legend on 205 Live. Come on. Yes. Go, yes. It's a fight. It, it Look, it's a choreographed fight. If you show me some blood in the choreographed fight, why wouldn't I believe it? Fights happen, blood happens, bro. Uh, Ulysses Smith with a $2 super jet. Tony Khan is racist, but not Vince McMahon. What the fuck? I don't know, man. Tony Khan is racist, bro. Listen, I don't know. Maybe I'll ask him. Maybe I'll ask him at the next scrum when I go to uh, Revolution, bro. I'm like, yo, yo, yo TK, you racist? Yeah. Okay. Go, go go YouTube Vince McMahon being racist with John C- <laughs> okay. Oh, racist. man. Oh, man. Listen, guys, I appreciate y'all hanging out today, man. Uh, Jesse, any parting words before we get the hell out of here, bro? Bro, I have nothing more to say. Chi-Town Smart at YouTube Listen, I didn't tell you to promote me. I didn't tell you to promote your fucking channel. I wasn't promoting anything, man. This fucking guy. Oh, God. There's a reason why he's in the fucking trunk of the car. He doesn't have a seat here, you know? Bro, the action is on dark. And I'm going to give extra, extra opinions on Chi-Town Smart on YouTube.com, bro. All right, well, listen, man. And then you can can, uh, explain to everybody... That uh, dark is the place to be, and how you need to work your ass off to get to the the big stage on Dynamite. Dude, if you want to see how I discover talents early, like 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 a Jade or like a Red Velvet, join me on Dark and watch some of the job. Fun, hang out, have a shoot the shit. Yeah. Uh, listen, guys. Uh, I appreciate y'all hanging out. Gabriel Boss with a twenty-five uh, Ron. Whatever the fuck that is, man. It's Super Chat. I appreciate you. It's tonight, the night that Liv Morgan will be made into a star. Or will WWE miss another opportunity to create a new star? Uh, I, I, I think she will win the title, but she's not going to be made into a star because 
She isn't walking out of the Royal Rumble with the title. Becky Lynch is going to win it right back. They missed that boat. Yeah, that, that, that boat has sailed, yeah. So, Romanian, so. Romanian denomination. There you, there you go. Thank you for the Romanian denomination. But, Gabriel. Yeah, they missed that boat. Uh, listen, uh, Demeter, bullying. He says, Demeter JD, you a-hole bullying. Amazing Red is my wife with a 99-cent Australian super chat. I don't know, man. Well, listen. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Thank you for your 99 cents. Uh, Jesse, uh, man of a thousand five volts says, Jesse, fix your microphone. Hey, yeah, Don't worry, we're getting Jesse a new microphone. The, no, the asshole that gave me this microphone is that We're going to get Jesse a nice microphone. Nice uh, USB microphone to keep up and with the tongues. And that new microphone will be used at Chi-Town Smart on YouTube. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, man. Listen, guys, I'll be live tonight for day one. As soon as the show is over, hopefully it doesn't go four hours uh, tonight, day one, I'll be live in the venue talking about Lesnar Reigns, uh, the WWE title situation, Liv Morgan, Becky Lynch, and whatever else is uh, going on on that show. I'll be live also. Get in the fucking car and leave me? Yes, I have to. You're, you're fucking plugging your show more than I uh, more than I anticipated. Uh, listen, listen. What I, the fuck? Man? I need I need those guitar emojis in the chat, folks. Okay, need those guitar emojis in the chat. And number two, I need. For you guys, when that guitar solo comes on, man, you hear those sweet sounds of Pilot. I need that music right now on Max. I'll see you. In the, I'll see you guys tonight live in the venue for day one. We're gonna kick ass right at the top of 2022, guys. I'll see you later.